The Red Dirt D&D Podcast is brought to you by Pro Laser Cuts. The Oklahoma company provides pre-made and customizable design laser cut dice towers, tokens, and more developed by a gamer for gamers and now available to enhance your tabletop game. Pro Laser Cuts products can be found at many Oklahoma City area game stores, local events, and now available online at ProLaserCuts.com. That's laser and cuts with a Z, Pro Laser Cuts. And by SD Way Gaming, where dice goblins unite. Our friends at SD Way Gaming celebrate the beautiful dice players handpick for their games and splendor. SD Way Gaming has expanded to include many tabletop gaming varieties, accessories, and similar fun necessities to include a service for your dice addiction. You can shop for a variety of products at sdwaygaming.com or find SD Way Gaming on Facebook. Welcome to Red Dirt D&D. I'm Michael Cross, and I play Blackjack, a jackalope folk warlock. I'm Connor Chenault. I play Jessica, the Coyote Shifter Ranger. I'm Carrie Hester, and I play Billy, a possum fighter. I'm Kim Cross, and I play Beatrix, a tabaxi rogue. I'm Brooke Bullock, playing Zionzi, a spiderkin cleric. And I'm Johnny Payne, your dungeon master. Join us as we continue our tales... From the Ironwoods. I don't, I don't have a tail. You will next time. You've pushed your way through the barrier at the edge of the forest, retrieved the essence of the key, the essence of the artifact that contains magic that Twitch believes he needs. Paulson even had a few tales to tell of the magics of this item. You fought your way back through mental struggles, emotional struggles, and a giant zombie beholder. As you approach the gazebo that you see up ahead in the clearing, Martin appears before you and says, one more thing before y'all decide to leave. And he reaches up for the strap of the backpack he's wearing. I don't know if this will work or not. Maybe it only works with that thing and motions to Jaska, the glowing object in Jaska's hand. But uh, Colton asked me if I could get this to y'all. So unless you think it's some kind of trap or something, and he shuffles it off, dangles it on the arm in front of him, and drops it on the ground and takes a step back. He'd like this return to his family. Seancio will go over and cautiously pick it up. How'd he take the news, being dead and all? Uh, it's a whole long story for another day, but I think he's going to be all right. Did he... I'm going to check in on him from time to time. Say ha- who his family was and how to find them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's a good idea, Jessica. Yeah, I think he has some traveling papers in there from whenever he got on the train. Just look for the sideburns family. A wife and a, and a newborn. Mm. Why would he leave his baby to go on hike? He just needed to get away. Mm. Sometimes you just gotta get away. <laughs> Jessica, you mind if I take a look at that? I don't think I can open my hand without it releasing, but you can see the glow coming from it. I would say it's it's a little bit bigger than your hand, so the, oh, the way okay. the way it kind of comes up like fingers, like yours are almost interlocked in it, you're holding it at its base, okay. and, and so the essence is kind of like coming out between your fingers. Okay, got you. Well, I mean, you could look at it from where you're at. Uh-huh. My mom often told me you look with your eyes, not your hands. Exactly. <laughs> well, he just starts walking towards you. Okay. 
And I just kind of sidled. He stops. <laughs> he stops and raises his hand and kind of rubs his fingers together. And then he looks at his hand, looks at the item in yours, and he backs away a little bit mm. and kind of shakes his hand. Takes six points of damage. Okay. All the points that you've taken so far, plus lightning. Ah. I see. All right. Well. Not that I hope anything bad upon any of you, but I do hope we cross paths again sometime. Martin, first off, Jessica, keep heading toward the... (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Keep walking. Keep walking. Martin, I do want to thank you for saving our lives. That was a very kind thing to do. Mm-hmm. And you certainly didn't have to. I don't think I could have taken one more hit. So just, I don't know what your intentions are, Martin. If you could just be honest with us, what is it you're wanting from us? I just wanted to help. You're some people who uh, seem to know, yeah, you had your wits about you. And I haven't come across that much in here. And I found you unique because you're getting pulled back. Maybe, I don't know. I'm gonna stick around and watch that. You see what happens on this side. You just disappear one by one by one, or or what happens? Maybe nothing, and maybe we all hang out and we're friends. How can we help you, Martin? I'll tell you what. I really feel like we're gonna cross paths again. Ask uh, me next time you see me. I think we're going back to the land of the living, Martin. I don't know if we're going to see each other again. It's just another land, just like this place is. You get that to the Cyburns family, and you'll do me a favor. All right. Well, Martin, we'll. Uh, See you in this life or the next. I'm just backing away. You notice... just watching him. A flame coming from the gazebo. Martin Falston says, Oh, looks like you're up. Motions towards the candle that has been lit. A second one lights. Jessica looks at Martin. Well... It was nice meeting you. If we do meet you again, try not to be so sketchy this time the next time. (laughs) Well, some of us mean... Looks around. Some of that's this place. No promises. All right. I understand that. And she'll start making her way over to the gazebo. The third candle lights. Guys, candles are lighting. Hurry. Hang on, Billy. Do we just lay down in our bodies? <laughs> I don't know, but I think we need to be standing in that gazebo when this happens. As you approach that first step of the gazebo, the fifth candle lights. And if anyone turns around, you see Martin Felton grabbing the edge of his hat. And tipping it to you. And you get real tired. You're a little dizzy. Some of you make it to a seat. Maybe it's the seat next to the shadow image of your body. Maybe you just collapse right there on the floor. But you all black out of this world. Your vision for it goes away one by one. But in the world of the dead, a voice says, Falston. I know it. Falston. He looks over his shoulder and says, I couldn't even get close to it. I think it's because it was in here. But don't worry. They're gonna see me again. And he waves a hand, and behind him, a portal shimmers and opens up. And he takes a few steps through, and he gets one foot in the portal and one foot out of the portal, and kind of staggers it. And the female voice clear now says, come back to me, come back for now. And he takes his hat off, and he throws it on the ground. And he turns and walks into the Feywild, and the portal closes behind him. Oh. And all of you wake up, not knowing any of that happened. Mm-hmm. Zionse, Paulston is leaning right over you. <laughs> Hello? Hey, I, 
I don't. He holds a hand up and he's looking at your face. No, no, no. Goes over to Jaska. Hey, and slaps Jaska because he knows where there's a cheek on Jaska. Because <laughs> <laughs> he also does have the thought of like, oh, so that's what it feels like to wake up and have someone right in your face. He's like freaking out. He's checking the candles and he's looking at gone. You're back. Okay. All of you slowly wake up, and he's just like running around the gazebo, like checking on uh, all of you, freaking out. And Billy comes oh. to and <gasps> sits straight up. Mudman, are you murdered? Mudman jumps up on your. You don't have a lap. Mudman jumps up right in front of you, throws his hands in the air, and oh. says, "I'm back. I'm back." And jumps up and down. And you notice there are splotches of mud all over this gazebo. He says, come back, come back, come back, and he bounces away. Mudman, where you learn this common? Fun, 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 fun. Oh. I'm back, I'm back, I I'm think back. I think my is evil now. <laughs> and Kate Paulson's like, oh, okay, all of y'all are back. Okay, yes, yeah, Mudman has had a lot of fun. We've been playing, it was, it, y'all should have been back half a day ago. Beatrix is excited to have awakened in a familiar spot, not mm-hmm. a brand new one. Is everyone okay? Half a day. Are, you, are you back up on your Michael? Are you full? No, no. Okay. Oh, looks at you, and he he comes over and 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 fills. Okay. Yeah, you're you're full on health now. He casts a spell on you. Uh, Paulston, can I get some of that? Paulston walks over to heal you, Jaska, and notices. Oh, you haven't. I'd- and when you look down at your hand, you're holding the cold iron nut. And mm-hmm. inside of it is a glowing essence. Yeah. It came back whole and in one piece. <laughs> oh, uh, may I? I went through a lot to get <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little possessive of I, it right now. Oh. It's my comfort item, if you understand what I mean. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. He, he heals you up. So, tell me, how was everything? Oh! Jessica oh. lifts up one hand. Is there a backpack in it? Yes. Ah! It calls his back. He came with us. Oh, good. So, is that... There, he wasn't with you, was he? Did I forget someone? He's still going to a box of candles. <laughs> oh, no, no, wait, it's okay. It's, no. He was already gone. He's a dead oh. guy. Oh. oh. We met thank, him there. Thank goodness. Uh, I mean, that's unfortunate. Okay. You have his backpack. Jaska, a bit of time has passed. Uh-huh. And there's no... No pain. How was it? Oh, it was uh, dreary and awful. Very weird. Um, I'm going to walk up to Paulston and, like... Because he's pretty close to my size, mm-hmm. and like lay a little hand on his shoulder, and then I'm going to reach up and give him a s- open-handed slap across the face. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you did not tell us you were going to kill us. I, I didn't. I. That was quite a lot to go through with no prior knowledge of where we were actually going. I kind of assumed it'd just be another Feywild situation. I guess that's my bad, but I also feel that you did not explain the situation fully. Well, I don't know what the Feywild is, but I, I couldn't explain to you what the afterlife looked like because I've, I've never been to the afterlife. Billy will hold his hand up again and fake it. He doesn't actually hit Paulson, but he does fake it. Does Paulson flinch? Oh, no, yes. Billy's really that angry. is for killing Mudman when I told you not to. Mudman's fine. Look right here. Mudman, you're fine, aren't you? And he throws his hands up and says, I'm back! And he runs over to you and hugs you and says, Gotcha! Ha 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 ha! Mudman is fine. He's been keeping me company with the thing he does, and I've been teaching him words. So tell me, everyone, now that you're back and you have the item, what are you going to wish for? 
Wait, what? I wish? Yes, now that you've put the two pieces together, you're granted the same thing as if a wizard were to cast Wish. Wait, well, wait I'm, a minute. Don't think Nobody I'm... accidentally wish for no. anything. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm not going to wish, but could we theoretically wish that the weird limbo death situation in the Ironwoods stops? <laughs> We also have to use it. Pumpkin said we have to, it's a key, like it fits to unlock. Oh, yeah. Maybe it can do both. Maybe one is like a mechanical twist and turn thing. Yeah, and but the we other don't one... know that it could disappear. I know, that's, that's true. true. And Twitch would be very mad. <laughs> yes. Oh, Twitch. Oh, no. Oh, Twitch. Do you think Twitch No, Twitch definitely knows it's wishing. Don't what? you think? Do we even tell Twitch we have it? Oh, yeah. Oh, Twitch is going to He won't be. know. Okay. <laughs> it's a little hard to hide. It glow. The glow. <laughs> Mr. Paulson, what are you going to do? I mean, this gazebo spot, have you always had it here? Oh, I've been here for ages. I'll probably just stay here a little longer. I think we should head back to the cave, meet up, hopefully, with Twitch along the way back, and Pumpkin, and... If you see Layton, tell him I said hi. I'll pass it on. Same to you, if you see him first. You'll probably see him before me. I don't get many visitors. I don't well, know if you are trying to make us feel bad for you, so we stay. Oh, no, no. You don't go. You're, you're fine. Well, it was nice meeting you, Paulston. It was. Uh, other than the, the poisoning, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's none of our business, but how do you know Twitch? Twitch and I, we went to school together. What? Years and years ago. In the city? Yeah, yes. It's been a long time since I've been back, but yes, in the city. All right. Well, sorry you couldn't meet up with Twitch, but we'll we'll tell him and old friends. It's here. okay. I'll see him again. Speaking of Twitch, I was wondering if I could get one of you to pass on a gift that I have for him. It's right here. And he turns around and goes through a bunch of stuff and turns back around and has a wooden box. Hinged with a latch. Beatrix will take it. You'll take this to Twitch for me. Does it have a lock on it? It doesn't have a lock on it. Oh. But if you trusted me, I'll, I'll trust you. Mm-hmm. No, I just... Beatrix have many keys. Beatrix, yes. <laughs> oh, no, that's fine. I'm always looking for keyholes. So are they searching for this item for you, since it in itself, as you say, is a key? No, I didn't think about it. Yeah, this is very fancy key. Maybe very fancy you should be the one to make the wish. No. We're not holding on to any wishes at this point. We we, we need to we need to accomplish that. what we were tasked with. Why not do both? Because we don't know. Possibly one after the other. And no. not everyone wants to go back to the Feywild with us. Because that's what we would wish for, right? No, actually, I like Jessica's idea. We just wish for the curse on the Ironwood to be released and release all the dead here. That oh. would be that would be a very good wish. Then Colton could. Be at peace. Oh. Exactly. A lot of people could be at peace. That woman that we found. Yes. And even maybe Martin. I would like to do that wish, but... We open door first. Yeah, yes. let's open the door first and make sure that that wish isn't part of opening that building, first of all. We don't know if the key disappear after wishing. Or becomes innate again and we'd have to wait. 20, 20 years. years to get y'all back to the Feywilds. Right. Yeah. That's nonsense. That key is a very, very powerful artifact. Uh, can I do an insight? Insight check. Yes, all around the table, people have picked up their dice. 17. I believe that the best wish is to end this curse. Does anybody have any other suggestions? Uh, it would help so many people. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. Jessica, when I was 
staying behind, I thought of you and how brave you've been to stand up for yourself and to go out and get this key. You're always very caring, very kind, and I think that your thoughts and your hopes and your wishes for the people of the Ironwoods who've been stranded here because they've had the unfortunate circumstance of dying here, that you've got the strength within you to make this wish and free everybody here in the Ironwoods. So I say, dig deep into your soul and into your character and make that wish. All right. So Jessica holds on to the key in her hand and not knowing how the wish spell actually functions, she just concentrates real hard on how grim and dismal that other plane, for lack of a better word, was. And she brings in her hope and her wish for everyone and every creature that is stuck in this limbo situation to be free and have that sense of joy back into their life, that sense of who they were and their memories back. And she concentrates real hard on her own kindness and extending that to others. And she says, I wish that those who are trapped in that place for them to be free forever. You make your wish and it gets a little bit warmer and the glow in the middle of this artifact gets brighter until the glow is almost a beam shooting straight up into the air and the iron of the artifact crumbles into pieces and falls out of your hand onto the floor of the gazebo as the light flies up into the sky and fades away and then the trees around you all disappear. You're still here, right where you were, but the Ironwoods is just a giant empty field now. Greetings and salutations, my friends. I'm Michael Cross. So great to have a moment to talk with you during this mid-show break. First off, I want to invite you all to join us as Patreon members. The money we raise helps us pay for things like music and sound effects you hear on the show, as well as money to go to events and make new fans. When you become a Patreon member, you get our episodes four days early, bonus content, access to our Discord server, and full versions of our roundtable discussions. You'll be joining other fans like MKDIR, DJ Latz, Alex Jenkins, and Jonathan Forsman. So join us right now at patreon.com slash reddirtdnd. Another way to support us is by getting your very own Red Dirt merchandise. You can find things like hats, hoodies, mugs, and t-shirts. Just click on the merch tab at reddirtdnd.com or reddirtrpg.com. Over nearly four years, Red Dirt D&D has grown and made new friends in the Dungeons & Dragons podcast community, like the show Bartenders. When you get done with this episode, you should check them out. Have you ever wondered what it would be like if a group of bartenders traded in their shakers for sets of dice? Well... Now you don't have to. 
Bartenders is a D&D podcast where a group of bartenders put liquids in cups, talk about their experiences in the hospitality industry, and their life behind bars. Join us every Monday on your favorite podcasting network for a new episode of Bartenders. Well, what are you waiting for? Pull up a seat at the bar and let us mix you a drink. Cheers. We have a major event coming up, St. Patrick's Day weekend. Red Dirt RPG is taking part in TokenCon at the Reed Center in Midwest City, Oklahoma. Not only will we have a table there, but on Friday night we are taking part in a live actual play event we are calling Drinks and Dragons. And then on Saturday night we are playing D&D Trivia. So if you are in Central Oklahoma from March 15th through 17th, come by and see us. You can get more information at tokencon.net. If you're looking for more content, make sure to check out our YouTube page with Mysteries of Beatrix live every Wednesday. Keys from the Golden Vault from the Red Dirt Outlaws dropping every Tuesday at noon and Plausible Deniability every other Thursday. So come check it out at youtube.com slash at Red Dirt RPG or search for Red Dirt RPG on YouTube. We would love to hear from you. Find us on social media at Red Dirt RPG on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, and Threads. You can also get in touch with us through our website at reddirtrpg.com. In the meantime, make sure and subscribe to this podcast and leave a comment on your favorite podcatcher so others can find us. All right, I think that's everything I need to tell you. Right now, let's head back to Red Dirt D&D. Making the wish to end whatever it was keeping the dead locked in the afterlife amongst the Ironwoods has been granted. And it was something in the magic of the Iron Trees themselves that was causing it. So the Weave decided to rid the area of the trees. And you find yourself standing in this gazebo in a giant plain, treeless field, nothing but grass. Beatrix is like, did I sneeze? Did we all go somewhere together? I, but I think we're in the same place, Beatrix. I can't Polston is still here. When Billy says Polston's still here, you all notice that Polston is not here. Mm. Where is Polston? And the gazebo is gone too. The gazebo's here. Okay. Polston is not. What about all the stuff that Polston had? All the stuff that he had is still here. All right. It's a traveling gazebo. Well, I'm, I'm trying to really recall what exactly I wish Maybe for. he was dead. Zianci is looking at the pile of iron ash at Jaska's feet. And he's like, oh, no. Oh, that's it. Not good. Not good at all. And then looks up. Oh, no. Like, the trees are all gone. Oh, we are in big trouble. I feel bad because we destroyed basically an entire ecosystem. Jaska wants to look around. Yes, yeah, there's a bunch there of, like, homeless any, birds. Any life on the plains? <laughs> Anything uh-huh. that lived in trees? It's still here. It okay. just doesn't live in a tree anymore. Okay. The tree disappeared, not any of the stuff like inside it and everything. She looks off in the distance back where that cave is. A lot of flat land. Does she see it? <laughs> <laughs> oh way my off goodness. this way, you can see the house that you've been needing the key for, uh-huh. but you don't have the key anymore. Way over here, you see the cave. Way this direction is something you can't quite make out, and over there, there's a thing. Well, we know where the house is now. It doesn't oh, have well. to be blocked by any woods. Do we want to take advantage of this straight path? 
<laughs> well, I still think that that's going to take a while for us to get over there. I mean, and we can't really do anything. What are we doing here? It'll be easy for Pumpkin to find us. We should go back, <laughs> I think, to the cave. That's where we told Pumpkin we were going to be. And we can and have some more sandwiches. Pumpkin has more of an insight of what happened than the rest and of us do. We can act surprised when we come out of the cave like, oh my gosh, how did that happen? At least to Pumpkin, we should probably be a little bit more truthful. He seems to know a little bit more about what's actually going on than the rest of us do. Right, we can actually figure that out when we get there. Let's let's head off to the cave. Billy goes and takes one of the teacups and he will go over. Now, Mudman, promise me that you are not evil. Fine. Do you understand why that is suspicious? I will have to train you to not be evil. Gotcha. <laughs> but here, I got you this while I was gone. And he puts it on Mudman's head as a little teacup hat. Oh. Upside down so that it goes on the set. Let's head back to the cave. All right. Yeah. You start walking just, on yeah, and Mudman goes, move, 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 <laughs> as y'all walk. I want Mudman to walk in front of me. And he's saying, move, move, move. <laughs> I would like to stab him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Because I know he's been murdered, so I think he seemed really excited about being murdered, so... You murder him, and he dies to death. Should I reconstitute him now or later? Do it now. Later now. Okay. Okay. Okay, I get out my water bottle, and I make... There's lots of dirt. Good news. And I make some mud. And he crawls out of the mud and scampers over as fast as he can to the dagger that dropped out of his entire body because he's small when you stabbed him. And picks it up and runs to you and goes, Yes! Fun! Again! Again, is handing you the dagger. This is painful for me, but okay. <laughs> and this time when you stab him, he oh, oh, and falls out to his knees. Oh, and throws a hand in the air and goes oh, and then looks at you and goes fun and falls over dead. Oh my <laughs> in the same mud puddle that you've made before, he jumps out of it and goes move and starts walking. It is so weird also that you guys have been used to what felt like days being in pure darkness. Before that, weeks being in a lot of shade and shadow and not being able to see very far because of trees. Mm. It's very disorienting that a bright midday sun is shining on you and you can see as far as your vision will allow. You make your way back to the cave and Pumpkin is there waiting for you. Pumpkin! Oh, uh, oh, it's so good to see you. Where did you all go? Well, okay. We died! Have you been outside in the land? I'm afraid I was walking back, (laughs) and it just all disappeared. But so can someone explain? Okay, Pumpkin, I'll be straight up with you, okay? We met this porcupine fellow, and he killed us. And we went to this weird place, but he had one part of the key. And he explained to us that the essence of the magic was taken. And so when he killed us, we went to this other place. Long story short, we found the essence and brought it back. But then somehow he convinced us to make a wish. with the key and I wished I'm sorry you really gotta be careful what you wish for Mm. (laughs) is a a lesson I had to learn the hard way (laughs) but I wish that all those people trapped in that awful place were set free 
forever. And the key broke, and the essence is gone, and the uh, trees are also gone. In Jasko's defense, the porcupine man Pokemon said that the key would not be destroyed, and then he disappeared. He may have lied to us. Okay, so you're telling me you originally shrunk down, met a bunch of frogs and bug people, that, that was a bit out of the ordinary, but now you're telling me you died, came back, <laughs> and got rid of the entire woods trying to free the people that are dead and trapped in the woods? We really run into the weirdest situations when you're not here, Pumpkin. You really need to stick with us so you would actually understand <laughs> the troubles that we've gone through. Apparently we need a chaperone. Right. <laughs> Let me ask you something, Pumpkin. You've been traveling now, and do you feel like the Feywild curse is broken? Or is it just this curse of not allowing people to leave? Okay, see, we found out that when you die in the Ironwoods, you don't get to leave the Ironwoods. That's the wish we made. The wish we made was that the people who die in the Ironwoods could then be released. But we didn't make any kind of change about the Feywild. We still think the Feywild curse might be here. So since you have that connection with the Feywild, maybe you could tell us, is the Feywild curse still active? Yeah, no, it's it's gone. So we can but, just leave. Yeah. We saw that house. Right, so the house is still there. Maybe we should just head to the house. Maybe we could get in now. The key was destroyed. But maybe it doesn't need a key. Maybe anymore. the house is open now. Right. Here's the thing. It's been a long day. Yeah, that's what and I was going to say. And we've got a cave here. So we know where the house is. Can we take a nap? Yeah. Oh, let's just, just get back in the cave and take a rest. Because I think that we've been through a lot today. I mean, we've all died. Yeah. <laughs> and come back. And, well, unfortunately. It's we've a lot, really. And, you know, oh. This is a problem that will most definitely still be here in the morning. <laughs> I think we sleep here in the cave. Hopefully, Twitch will come back tonight. And if not, we probably need to find him before heading to this. House. Right, let's go back into the cave here and set up camp. And <sighs> yeah, so I think we're all tired. Mm -hmm. um, it's been a long day. Uh, what do we find when we go inside the cave? There's some slime in the back where maybe some like wolves pecked off uh, remains of a bubblicious Why would they even eat beholder. it? So Beatrix is going to go that. back out into the grass, get some grass, go throw it over the slime. Why <laughs> <Yeah>. don't <laughs> all y'all bed down? Yeah. Yes, um, Billy tries to convince Mudman to be less enthusiastic about dying because it's creeping everybody out. And then I try to teach him that he must earn his death, that Billy the King will kill him, but he has to put up a good fight first. All of you go to sleep, and you're rotating through watch, and Beatrix is on watch. Are you in the cave watching? I'm at the mouth of the cave. You're at the mouth of the cave watching. And you start seeing torches coming your way. Many torches. Almost like it's a march. What do you do? Beatrice is just going to start keeping eyes forward, just going to kind of back into the cave a little bit. Okay. Until you bump I'm... into something. Oh, cool. That makes almost a whinny sound. <laughs> well, that's startling. And when you turn around to see what it is, your companions are at the end of the cave sleeping. Mm -hmm. And this cave has slowly filled up with wildlife. 
and some people as this null army marches in to the mouth of the cave. You hear a goblin say, I knew they were in here. I told you this is where they came. They're the ones that wrecked our home and destroyed everything. And the cave fills up with so much wildlife from the Ironwoods and so many inhabitants from the various kingdoms of the Ironwoods that you're trapped and you're cornered and you can't get out. Have we woken up? Yeah, there's been enough ruckus that all of you have woken up. Oh, what, what, what's been going on? Where are all these people coming uh, from? Okay, I just saw torches coming and then all of a sudden we are completely stuck in here. Okay, how, how many people are in here? Oh, Basically, my. if it lived in the Ironwoods, it could get here overnight. It's in this cave with you. They've all bamfed. No matter in. how many legs it has. Okay, this is this is very uncomfortable. What do you all want? Why are you here? We want our home back. I'm sure you do, and I can understand that y'all might be a little bit upset. But I promise you that everything is going to be fine. Can you give our home back to us or not? Yeah! And the crowd of people, yeah! And you hear weapons rattling. Oh, 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 wait, see, here's the thing. Yes, maybe not right now. We're working on it. Does a 17 hit you? (gasps) Yes. Blackjack. Yes. Okay, Uh, arrow has just been fired into your chest. Oh! Oh! Mm -hmm. Does a 16 hit? 16 hits. Okay, 16 and 17. So two more hit you. Before that happens, the f- I've got a reaction to that first one. Sure. Because I'm going to do Hellish Rebuke on whoever just shot the arrow at me. Do it. <laughs> I need a dex save from whoever shot that arrow yep. at me. Matt one. Okay. Ooh. Eight points of uh, fire damage on whoever just fired. And then I want that to be a... That's why I was, I was hoping that would also be a shut up. So Ooh, it is. It's definitely an attention grabber. Yeah. Um, there's an archer back there. Fire engulfs the archer. People around the archer jump away. And then you hear a loud female booming voice say, End them now! Stop! They took our homes! And they launch into a full-fledged attack. They are throwing everything they can at you. It is messy. It is bloody. Everything fades to black, and you're sitting in the gazebo, and Paulston says, One more thing I need to tell you. When you make a wish with oh, it, shit. it will disintegrate and disappear, and the wish only lasts up to 24 hours, and then everything goes back like the wish was never made. So go ahead, Jaska, if you want to make the wish, make the wish. Um, and you see the trees of the ironwoods around you. Uh, I feel like... And it's dark. That's a little chilly. <laughs> All right, wait a minute. Did everybody else just experience that? Did I, I think so. Mm-hmm. Jessica, I don't think it's a good idea. No, I got no a very wish. bad vision. No yeah. wishing. Yeah, Jessica, I'd hold off on that wish. I don't know what just happened. You, you, you did it, didn't you? You what? made the wish, didn't you? What did you wish for? What happened? That, don't say it. Nope. <laughs> Halston, none of your business. Yeah. Yes. I. I don't like you very much. <laughs> and she walks out of the gazebo. Oh. Not many people do. She oh. really went through something. <laughs> we all wow. went through it. But she used to be so hospitable. Ah, uh, that's true. Okay, uh, Jessica, wait up. We're going to go with you. Paulson. Yes? I would say it was nice meeting you, but it wasn't. Goodbye. Oh. Uh, 
Oh, don't forget the gift for Twitch. Beatrice takes the box and holds it out because I don't trust anything that is coming from this guy, so. Paulson, uh, yeah, you're not a very nice person. I understand. You've, you know, got lost in your machinations here, but uh, you might think about other people's feelings for a while before you do some of the things that you do. It's been a long time since I've even thought about other people. Sorry. Well, like, it, I know you're trying to make us feel sorry for you because you're so pathetic, but honestly, I don't even want to be here anymore. Beatrix, please walk away. <laughs> Y'all stop talking to Paulston. Let's go. Right. <laughs> good, good luck with your next wish. All right, see you. Okay. Goodbye, Paulston. And I walk off as well. I'm taking long strides. I'm with you. And All right. Catching up. Let's, let's head off to the cave. To Jasmine. <sighs> this mind things are really starting to to mess with me. I mean, first Dr. Alucard, and now whatever that was with time resetting or whatever. It's been a long day. Let's just go back to the cave and sleep. And this time, since nobody made a wish, it'll be just fine. You believe the gazebo, and Paulston walks out to the steps of the gazebo and watches you all disappear amongst the ironwoods. And he sits down and puts his head down and all of his porcupine quills just settle and he quietly starts to weep as we hear the sound of school children outside in between two buildings. There's a crowd and we see a furry dark black foot with black claws on it hitting the bottom of the foot, hitting again. And the other children are standing around, jumping up and down and cheering as a smaller, younger version of Twitch Grimfoot is just bringing his foot down over and over again on top of a fellow classmate who happens to be a portly porcupine with black and dark gray quills. And he's rolling up, walking back and forth, sobbing. Halston raises his head, sitting on the steps of the gazebo, wipes his tears away, and says, Soon. Soon, Twitch. Red Dirt D&D Tales from the Ironwoods is Johnny Payne as Twitch and your Dungeon Master, Carrie Hester as Billy, Connor Chenault as Jaska, Kim Cross as Beatrix, Brooke Bullock as Zianci, and I'm Michael Cross as Blackjack. Special thanks to our Silver Star Paladin patron, Shenanigans Unplugged. The showrunner for Campaign 2 is Aiden Cross. Our theme music was created by the cinemagician PJ Castillo. Our incidental music comes from Jeffrey McBride. Our sound effects and additional music, courtesy of TabletopAudio.com, Sirenscape, and Monument Studios. Dice for the Red Dirt D&D cast provided by SD Way Gaming. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and at reddirtdnd.com. If you enjoy the new campaign of Red Dirt D&D, make sure to subscribe, rate us, and leave a comment. Also, tell your friends about Red Dirt D&D. You can also support the show at patreon.com slash reddirtdnd at whatever giving level works best for you. Join us next time as we travel farther into the Ironwoods. Why would he leave his baby to go on hike?
You just needed to get away. Mm. Sometimes you just got to get away. <laughs> kids, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> It'll make no. the kids stronger. <laughs> oh. They'll be heroes someday because they're orphan and their dad. Okay, never mind. <laughs> At least adventures. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just backing away. You Beatrix notice is just watching him. a flame coming from the gazebo. It's a small flame. <laughs> oh. He's burning my man. <laughs> no, no. He's oh. got to be clay man. <laughs> <laughs> Just man. And then look at all the shards that happen when you drop it. <laughs> Sorry, Pottery man. Pottery man. Austin, can I get some of that, too? <laughs> if you'd like, I could just mix some into the tea. No, no, tea. no, 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 I didn't kill you. I sent you into the dead. Yes, yes, sending us there is fine. A little forewarning. But you could, uh, yeah, you could have told us before you go through your little flatliners experience. Right? Oh, my goodness, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, do that. I look like Eva Sutherland to you? <laughs> you know, actually, Paulston, you are you know, like Eva Sutherland. Yes! <laughs> you have done something to Mudman. I do not like this Mudman. He is evil now, obviously. Well, since the first Mudman's not here anymore, you can kill this one and maybe it'll start over. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Jaska did go a little evil. <laughs> <laughs> So tell me, everyone, now that you're back and you have the item, what are you going to wish for? Wait, why? Wish? wish? Yes. We will wish that the demon demise is defeated and locked in the Triforce. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> yes. A lot of people could be at peace. That woman that we found? Yes. A couple beholders? I'm I don't want them to be at peace. You'd be good. They could go a beholder heaven, too. It'd be all right. Right. Behold her. Behold. Wherever aberrations go. It's, it's, it's just a room full of mirrors, and they're just looking at themselves. Ooh, oh, 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 I look so good today. That's a really good angle of me. <laughs> Do you know Ted? Ted? Yeah, big. The 17th? The, I believe it was the 16th, maybe. My notes say remember. 17th? He lived in giant mushroom. Kind of looked like this gazebo, but walls. So, not like this gazebo. So, not like this gazebo, roughly mushroom shape. It is. It's mushroom shape. Yes, true. It's none of our business, but how do you know Twitch? Rodent convention. I haven't been able to go in many years. I haven't been a person I've zoomed in. I haven't had any good possum speakers. Paulson the porcupine. You said possum. No, I said Paulson. <laughs> okay. I thought you said Paulson the porcupine. Yeah. <laughs> My accent is thick, but that is rude. <laughs> Don't make fun of people's accent. This is Paulson. <laughs> he is not a possum. I am a possum. <laughs> Who's the fighter? <laughs> <laughs> You're still here, right where you were, but the Ironwoods is just a giant, empty field now. Well, oops. <laughs> Can I control Z on that wish? <laughs> gosh darn it, you should have wished for an egg omelet. Oh my gosh. 
I'm trying to really recall what exactly I wished Maybe for. he was dead. Yeah, we maybe should have written down the wish and like workshopped it for loopholes. <laughs> the tree disappeared, not any of the stuff like inside it and everything. Well, if anybody asks, we didn't have anything to do with You this. are going to lose your ranger card for sure. <laughs> no grasslands ease my other preferred terrain. <laughs> okay, so how we go, where we go from here then? We can act surprised when we come out of the cave, like, oh my gosh, how did that happen? Right, well, we didn't even notice this was happening. Something yeah. must have happened. When exactly. Right, plausible deniability. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that. Keep going. Your king brought you back a gift from his travels. <laughs> so remember the time that I was poisoned. <laughs> my king went off to the land of the dead, and all I got was this a stupid teacup. <laughs> <laughs> Merch nice. ideas, that's all I'm here for. <laughs> T-shirt, mud man with a teacup on him. Okay. Oh, cute. I would like to stab him. <laughs> okay, um, you stab him. Oh, this is an old yeller moment. <laughs> I was like, what? I think poor mud man's a little traumatized. He's theatrical. <laughs> He is, he is drama queen. <laughs> he learned to die theatrically. <laughs> okay. Blackjack, that is now the weirdest thing I've ever I've, seen. I've got to say that one, that one is, yeah, they're, uh, yeah, that little codependency is a little freaky there.